Good morning. Good morning. It is another beautiful Monday, and this is the day that the Lord has made. I am going to rejoice and be glad in it. I am alive. We are alive. Thank you for joining me for another scripture of the week and forever changing with Ramonda Moore Brown podcast. Uh, today's scripture of the week is Proverbs 24 and 10. And I came upon this scripture as I was reading my Proverbs uh, a day. I do this, uh, I'm trying to master uh, Proverbs. And you know that teaches us about self-control and discipline and what to do and what not to do. And I learned from Joyce Meyer some time ago that reading, uh, adding one proverb, uh, the chapter that matches the day of the month to your Bible reading daily will just help to build your strength and and build your character and, you know, build self-control. And so uh, with today being the 24th, I was reading chapter 24. And I've been thinking like, God, what do you want me to talk about? What do you want me to encourage the people? What do you want this week's scripture to be? And I didn't have anything. But just earlier, I was reading and it that scripture just jumped out at me. Proverbs 24 and 10. The King James Version is, If thou faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. And then I want to go to the message because that was like, um, that was kind of like the in your face, keeping it relevant 100. This message uh, version is, If you fall into pieces in a crisis, There wasn't much to you in the first place. Now, that's the old school mother of the church kind of stick it to you, give it to you straight, no sugar coating. And I think that I had to ponder on it because I'm like, Lord, now that's kind of rough. Where are we going with that? But in these times that we're in, we need it straight up. We need to know what will help us, you know, to make it through. And this scripture, as I thought about it, I'm like, Lord, it is really powerful. And I just couldn't shake it because uh, I was talking to the children yesterday as we were doing service. And and we were talking, we've been talking about for a while, uh, doing things uh, preventatively so you won't have to, you know, go back, you know, prepare so that you won't have to go back and retract and react, you know, plan ahead. So, with that being said, this scripture is, if you don't have anything to sustain you, when the day of adversity comes, your strength, uh, you're going to faint and your strength is small. But I use, I use the analogy of going to the bank. That even that if you have an account and you can go to the bank and ask for money, but you haven't put anything in the bank, you're not going to get anything out of the bank. And I was telling uh, them that it's the same way with building our spiritual strength, you know. And this is the, just what this uh, scripture is talking about, that uh, you have to have something to stand on, to hold on to, to hold you up 
when the rough and tough times come. I even mentioned that you cannot wait and to pray until things are bad. You know, you, you don't need to wait to pray when things are bad. You have to have a heart of prayer, a posture of prayer. And then when things are bad, you're doing what you always do. And I personally found out that when things get so rough sometimes that I don't even have the adequate words to say in a prayer that, you know, I can speak to God just from my heart because I already have something there. I already have something to draw from. And that's what I want to share with you this morning. That um, if you faint in the time of adversity, your strength is small. But build on your strength when um, things are not so rough or not so tough. And there are some scriptures I'm going to try to leave with you this morning um, that can help you to build that spiritual strength or stamina that will help you so that when um, you get to that place where you need something, you need something to hold on to, you need something to believe in, you need something when it feels like your world is falling apart, um, you need, you'll have something to hold you. And, um, I got the definition of faint and I, but I began to think about fainting in the natural and you know, that is to lose consciousness. And even in the spiritual, if you faint, that means you lost sight of who you are and what you are, who your God is, what your God is capable of. So you literally have lost spiritual consciousness. And when, come on, Holy Spirit, and when you faint or when you lose spiritual consciousness, you're apt, more apt to believe the lies of the enemy. If you're in a good place or you're feeling strong, the enemy can't tell you that God won't come through and you'll believe it. He can't tell you that God won't do A or God won't heal you. When you're feeling strong and you're walking in power, love, and a sound mind, you're able to tell the enemy, no, you are a lie. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you present to me. God is coming through for me. He is going to heal me. As a matter of fact, he's already done it and I'm praising him for it. But when you get into a place where you're slipping away from who you really are, you begin to lose consciousness, your spiritual consciousness on what you know to be true, what you found out because God has a track record with you. But if you find yourself losing consciousness uh, and losing who you are and whose you are and who God is and all of that, you will begin to believe the lies of the enemy. You will believe uh, you will believe the report of the doctor. You will believe the report uh, of the judicial system. You will believe what you see rather than what you know. So this morning, I want to come to you and tell you, don't you dare faint. Will you get weary? You absolutely will. Um, But don't faint. Don't quit. Don't give up. And this almost seems repetitious or redundant, but in these times, God is telling us and giving us, uh, you know, little nuggets along the way to know that he is with us. He sees what's going on with us. 
whatever the case may be, but we cannot faint. We cannot lose hope in who he is and who we are in him. And as that message Bible says, sometimes, you know, you need a swift kick. You need a swift reminder that, you know, hey, if you're going to do this, then you're not who you proclaim to be. Come on, Holy Spirit. I'm going to make it plain. If you're going to act like the world when something happens, that means you couldn't have been in, in God and God in you. We have to make up our minds that we're going to choose to do something different. As I mentioned yesterday, when we know better, we do better. And it's just, you know, I want to fall apart right now. I want to give up right now. But because I know who my Redeemer is and I know the power that I possess because he lives inside of me, I can't fall apart. I have to be the one that stands. Now, I don't need to walk around and pretend like I got an S on my chest or a superhero cape because I'm a human, but I understand that even in my weakness, even when I'm tired, even when I'm weary, that I can stand because in my weakness, we just talked about this, he, his strength is is made perfect. His strength shows up in my life when I am weak. His strength shows up in your life, woman of God, even man of God, if you're listening, when you are weak. So yes, you get weak. Yes, you get tired, but you can't fall down. You can't quit. You can't throw in the towel and you cannot revert to the old person that you used to be. You cannot act like the people that you see in the world. The other day, I went to a doctor's appointment, and I called this particular place a circus because I don't know what it is about these people, but somebody's going to act up at this doctor's office. And uh, there are certain young ladies who really have, you know, a gift of communication and a gift of, you know, working with difficult people. But one of the ladies were out and another lady, young lady was there and she was very snappy and very rude and they were just chewing her up and spitting her out. But she was not, you know, uh, given that good customer service or compassion. Um, and I knew that there was going to be a problem somewhere. So it ended up, I had to do something else. They told me I could leave, then I had to do something else, and I had to kind of go back. But I had did everything else. I got my next appointment. I got everything that I needed. And then the young lady, I told her, this is all I, I have. I need to give this to you, and then, you know, I can leave. I got everything else. Well, she said, no, just uh, you're going to have to wait because we don't have your folder and she was very just very rude and snappy to me but I had been there for a while I had been tired I was tired you know so I knew that if I responded immediately to this young lady I was not going to be speaking as a woman of God I'm going to be speaking out of my flesh so I did what the young lady said I went and I sat down and I began to talk to the Lord in my mind and asking him to help me to be able to communicate to this young lady what I was trying to say. And I did. And I got up and I went and I told her that I really needed her to listen to me. And when I told her what I needed and she looked over to the other lady and rudely asked, well, do you have her phone? And she said, yes, I do. And we've been waiting on her because she's done. So I gave her the, the paperwork that she needed. And I told her, you know, I, 
I wish you would listen. You would, you know, if you would have listened, we could have gotten this taken care of, you know. And I walked out and, and I was like, Lord, I thank you because I did not want to act that way. I wanted to, you know, respond in a negative way, but I didn't want to have to go back and do uh, damage control or try to, you know, I just wanted to act as a woman of God. But we have to admit sometimes that, you know what, at this particular time, my flesh is trying to take over. I need to sit down somewhere and I need to be quiet and I need to take a moment. So, uh, and that's what I did in that situation. And I know many, many times I wouldn't have done that. And although she was wrong, but me as the woman of God, me as the one that's trying to be the living example for even my daughter that was with me, you know, I can't just go cut up. So that's uh, 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 an example of even when you don't feel like it, when your flesh is wanting to respond or you're tired or you're weak, nevertheless, find a place You can sit and you can meditate on the word and say, you know what? I'm not going to respond to that right now. I'm not going to think about that. Those thoughts come flashing and flooding in your mind. You can say, you know what? I am going to cast down that imagination. I'm going to cast down every thought that doesn't line up with the word of God and and, and the words that he's spoken over my life, for my life, or about my life. We have that power. We have that. Speaking of Proverbs, it's teaching us how to, this is an example, teaching us how to respond, teaching us how to be proactive instead of reactive. So that's what I want to share with you all this morning. It's just that particular scripture that may seem, you know, a bit mild or or even the message version a bit in your face. But these are the times when we have to uh, walk out the word and practice what we preach and, you know, be that example because we don't ever know who's looking. But most of all, we got to be able to stand in adverse times because right now and times to come, they are more to come. The word of God is fulfilling. The word of God is fulfilling. I've just been looking at these signs, you know, signs of the war. You got Russia and the Ukraine. We got the simple grocery bill. I'm telling you now, it is. it may seem minute. I have sat here and watched the prices go up. But literally, I bought green seedless grapes a week ago that were $5 a pound. And today, this morning, they are $8.42 a pound. Everything that you can think of, the prices are going up, sometimes doubling. And I'm telling you, this is a sign of where we are right now with the world just being flipped upside down. But nevertheless, God is still God and he has us. He is concerned about us. He's still on the throne and he is still fighting on our behalf. So today I'm going to just pray with you all and we're going to go on for uh, to the next phase of our day. But we're going to remember that we can't faint in times of adversity because our smith, uh, I'm sorry, our faith, our strength, I'm sorry, is small. But we're going to practice building our faith and, and our strength, I'm sorry. And um, we're going to, to be able to stand. 
Even when we can't do anything else, we can stand. I did promise you all, I'm sorry, some, uh, some, uh, a couple of scriptures on, um, on that. I know Psalms 46, one through three, God is our refuge and strength and an everlasting, ever present help in the time of trouble. Let me slow down. I always, I get caught up in time, but let me slow down because I'm, I'm, I'm making mistakes. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way, the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. We have strength and our strength is in God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for strength. Thank God for strength. He is our strength. We can develop our strength in him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give me just a second. I'm trying to remember some of those that I looked at uh, earlier. This, uh, I love this one. I love this one. And it may be a little to the left, but it's just how God is. She is clothed with strength and dignity, and she can laugh at the days to come. You're clothed in strength and dignity. Whatever you're going through today, it's okay. You're going to laugh. You're going to laugh. And sometimes, you know, laughter is a good medicine. You're going to laugh. You may cry today, but you'll look back and you'll laugh. Because remember that you're clothed in it. You're surrounded by it. It holds you. May God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. God gives us endurance in Romans 15 and 5. Amen. Even uh, even sometimes I found when I am struggling, and this one is the reason I chose this one. Sometimes when I'm struggling and I'm feeling weak and I'm feeling like I want to quit, I know it is it does me good to encourage somebody else. So Thessalonians 5 and 11 Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as, in fact, you are doing. Amen. So I want to leave you with that. And even when you feel like you want to faint and when you want to quit, take a moment. Go through, if you're on social media, go through your your friends list or go through your telephone or your text messages and, and ask God to show you who to encourage. And when you encourage somebody else, else you begin to lift yourself out of that place that make you feel like you want to or you're going to quit or you're going to faint at this time father we thank you right now for the word that you've given us today simple yet powerful and necessary for such a time as this lord we do not want to we will not faint god in times of adversity. Lord God, we want our strength to be big because it's in you. It's not that we're big, God, but our strength is wrapped up in you. You supply our strength so we don't have to faint. Lord, we depend on you. We acknowledge you and your holiness, your righteousness, your sovereignty, God, that even in our weakest point, you are 
strong through us and in us. Oh God, we thank you for your love, Lord. We thank you for your peace. God, we thank you for direction. God, we thank you even for correction, Lord God. We thank you for when we get our toes stepped on, so to speak, because your word is teaching us how to act and what to do and how to stand during these times. Lord, we lift everybody who is on the podcast whether they listen this morning as I release it or even in times to come. Lord, we thank you that your Holy Spirit will be ever present regardless of what day they listen. Lord, we thank you that everything that they're concerned with or their heart is heavy with, uh, with, Lord God, that you are the lifter, God, that you said that we can take your yoke, oh God. We can take your yoke. Your yoke is easy, God, and your burden is light. So, God, we lay down every issue, God. Lay down every concern. Lay down everything, God, that burdens us, God. And we take up your spirit, oh, God, of joy and peace in the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you for long life, good health, and much strength. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. I love you all. God bless you. I thank you so much for just coming back week after week. And if you would, please share this with somebody who needs an encouraging word. And I know today that I I kind of fumbled through a couple of things, but I don't want to tamper with what God gave to me on this podcast to give to you. So just take those little blips and mistakes in love. I thank you. I love you. Be encouraged. But most of all, allow the God of all creation, who is your father, to make you whole.